water. It's shark bait. And this is Shark Bait's Chum Line Podcast for Monday, January 20th, 2014. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you all had some great holidays. Holidays are over. Depending on where you are, you're settling into this long winter, looking for something to do. Why not listen to an awesome podcast? Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get back to these podcasts. They're getting fewer and fewer between. Uh, I underestimated the uh, amount of work having two children over one. But be that as it may, we'll try to fit these podcasts in wherever we can. Um, what we'll do today is we'll kind of touch briefly, uh, mostly for people who don't know, uh, what's going on in Western Australia and uh, what they're doing with their shark problem over there. Uh, we'll take a quick look at another interesting story um, about some glowing sharks. Uh, it's kind of neat. I'm always very interested in uh, bioluminescence and biofluorescence. I think it's kind of cool adaptation for uh, for any animal. So I'll take a look at that. And, uh, you know, as always, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just talk about what we got planned for 2014. Um, again, do the podcast as much as I can. I'd like to do it more than uh, I kind of tailed off at the end. So I'd like to do a little bit more. A lot of it has to do with getting some people on the show. Um, so again, if you know anybody, if you want to be on the show, we'll talk sharks. I don't care. Let's do it. You call me. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Um, but really, no, I, I think it makes for a much more interesting show and a lot more entertaining um, if there's someone else on instead of me just going back and forth uh, reading some stories. So, yeah, well, hopefully we'll get some more people on. Again, if you know anybody or if you yourself want to be on, drop me a line. We'll see what we can work out. Uh, hopefully if, with my own professional career, my job, I'll be doing some shark education, so hopefully I'll, I'll bring you all up to speed on what's going there, on with that, because uh, I'm really excited about that, uh, it's involving a couple partners, um, and if it goes off, I think it's going to be really cool. So, I'll kind of keep this short, kind of go over, uh, we'll start off with the, what's going on in Western Australia. Um, and this is from a recent article, but this has been going on for a while. Uh, this is from the, uh, it's through Yahoo. And I'll put the link up for this, uh, as always, when I want to quote my sources where I'm getting this stuff from. Uh, this kind of goes about a, a shark attack that happened six weeks ago in, uh, Gracetown, west, uh, in western Australia. Uh, unfortunately, six weeks ago, there was a fatality, and with that, it was the third fatal shark attack on a surfer at this particular area, Gracetown, in the past decade, and it was the seventh fatality from a shark attack in Western Australia in just over three years. So, basically, what happened was that the uh, politicians hit the panic button, and they came up with a, I guess it was actually first proposed back in September of 2012, a shark mitigation program. And basically, what it is is, um, I guess, it goes on it goes into effect later this month in January. They're going to be placing drum lines, so they have these uh, you know, their buoys rigged with uh, large baited hooks, and they're hoping that it will attract the larger sharks. And yeah, they're doing it off of some of the popular beaches there. That way, they're trying to limit the uh, the exposure of the human population to some of these larger, I hesitate to use the word predatory sharks, but 
the larger sharks is, is what they're looking to target. Um, and the same goes, you know, along with these drum lines, they have fishermen that are being hired to track and kill sharks uh, more than three meters. So that's, uh, you know, ten feet in length. That's good size, but that's a lot of sharks. Um, so, you know, basically a lot of people are calling it a cull. Um, a lot of people in the scientific community, a lot in the environmental field, a lot in the general public. Um, the, the government itself uh, has not actually gone that far, including the uh, Premier of Western Australia and the, the guy who came up with this, which is uh, Colin Barnett. Uh, he's been coming under a lot of fire for this. Um, but, you know, it's... I understand his need to protect the public and make things as safe as possible. However, you cannot, in my opinion anyway, protect against something like this. That this is, you know, it's not political correctness, but again, it's just kind of like the along the same lines where you, you have to draw a line somewhere where you, you cannot, otherwise, you know, the coconuts have always been used, I guess, as a measuring stick against, uh, you know, shark attacks. More people get killed by coconuts. So are you going to now have shields so people can't, you know, basically it comes down to insulation of, of the public and what they're coming in contact with. I think if you make people aware that, you know, it's it could be a hazard, that could be, a, you know, a lot better. And again, even if you were to do this, if you're, if you're taking out some of the larger sharks, the repercussions are horrible. You know, you're taking out some of the larger predators, which are the ones who have aged more, the ones who are probably, you know, more mature, the ones who are the ones who are now uh, in charge of keeping the uh, sharky population stable by producing more little baby shark pups. Um, so you're taking out the larger ones who are, again, the sharks are very take very long to mature. Uh, you know, a published study just came out recently where they think great whites can live up to 70 years. So again, you're looking at, you know, put it in almost human terms, is if you're if you're getting rid of the larger humans, you're, you're taking away the ones who are in charge or doing the reproduction. So it's, yeah, you're doing that. And again, there's the whole ecosystem balance where you're taking out the, the apex predators. Um, and again, it's just... It, one of the, the problems with, with shark conservation is that there's a debate over how many, we'll say, numbers of a, of a certain uh, species there are, or any species. So it's a numbers game where, okay, you took out some of the larger sharks. Uh, I can attest that a, a one-meter shark can do damage. Uh, I'm living proof of that. So, you know, you're taking out the larger ones, but you still have smaller ones coming through. You're not going to get all the large ones. There are, some are going to get through. So you're you're kind of... It, it seems to me, anyway, this is a knee-jerk reaction to show that you're doing something to protect the public from something that it's not like this is a Saturday Night Live land shark where the shark's going up to your door. You know, I'm sure you've heard it before, you're entering their world. It, you know, it becomes difficult because the frequency of these attacks seems to be rising. It probably has more to do with more and more of the public going into the water so that the these chance encounters are happening more. So, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, you know, I know there was a uh, 
a huge protest a few weeks ago. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Um, but you know, I'm sure we haven't heard the last of what's going on in Australia with, with this um, this plan to protect the, the the human population from ourselves, essentially. Um, on a lighter note, literally and figuratively, take a look at some glowing sharks. Um, this is a uh, this was through where is this from? CBC News, and we'll again get it up on there. And it's glowing sharks light up underwater worlds, and they're finding, among other things, sharks and other organisms, um, the biofluorescence in underwater organisms. And you're finding it because of the proteins in the skins that can make them appear like an orange or green, yellow, and red when they pass under a blue light. So that the the deeper, you know, nighttime areas um they're, they're kind of simulating that to get some of these really cool colors um it may seem like the underwater environments are black um because of the the water absorbing the the light coming through um the fish actually live in a mostly blue world this says um researchers say biofluorescent fish absorb the blue light and remit with a new color so that's a direct quote from this article and they've got some uh some pictures there, and they look really cool. It's uh, through the American Museum of Natural History. Um, but, you know, some scientists from Yale University were on this, the University of Kansas, and the University of uh, Haifa in Israel, and some video journalists, and they did it in uh, the Bahamas and the Solomon Islands. Um, so it's really cool. You know, they got some uh, gobies, flatfishes, eels, scorpionfish. Uh, they look really cool, so you should, you should check it out. If not for just the uh, the pictures, It'd be really cool to have as a uh, you know aquarium in your house. So, thank you for tuning in. Glad you're sticking with me here. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get some more out as more stuff happens. Um, it's actually been kind of slow so far, as you know we actually talked about the uh, the shark attacks in Western Australia. It it seems. Um, Last year at this time, when I was just starting uh, anew the podcast, there were already a few shark attacks, and I do not believe there's actually been a recorded shark attack yet in 2014. So here's to uh, keeping that up. You know, let's, let's have a low year um, with shark attacks. So thank you for listening, and as always, you know you can subscribe uh, subscribe to this on iTunes. Just search for Shark Date in the pod uh, in the podcast tab. Uh, check us out online. Our website is www sharkbaitpod.com and a lot of this too is also on our mirror site where we have a lot of the resources and that's the old blog spot www.sharkb8chumline.blogspot.com you can like me on Facebook search for sharkbaitschumline you can also follow me on Twitter my Twitter handle is sharkb8chum again Always want some feedback. Let me know that you're out there. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you had a good holiday. Whatever you want to talk about, let me know. You can drop me a line. My email address is sharkbait at sharkbaitpod.com. Okay, thanks for hanging in there. We'll see you soon. And as always, Mr. Finn, what do you got to say? Sharks